Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Show. Let's join our host, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland. Welcome, one and all, to the greatest show of them all. Yes. Good introduction, Jason. Yeah. Yes. Welcome to the Kingdom Prophetic Society. Yes. Where truth and humor reign. The articulation of truth is like a deep fountain within mm-hmm. us. And once the show starts, the fountain comes out and it just emanates. So if you guys want my, if you guys want my PayPal, I will for five bucks I'll mute Jeff. Oh <laughs> 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 you have to PayPal me five dollars and I will mute him. I'm worth five dollars. <laughs> my value has increased it has since increased. last we spoke. Yeah. I was only worth a dollar ninety five last time. That's well, if you're just now joining us, make sure you head over to the Kingdom Prophetic Society dot org. Yes. Where Jeff is there to answer all your questions. Exactly. He's there waiting with open arms. Live in the chat box. Mm-hmm. In just yeah, we're here. a few short words, yep. I can solve the dilemmas that you now presently face. The, his main response to most things are, you are a moron. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as y'all get done with foolish jesting, I will bring some you gonna wisdom. You're going to some class to the... Class and yes. wisdom. And eloquence. Yeah, and eloquence. Now, ladies and gentlemen, singing for us, I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas, Alan Smith. <laughs> Jason, he actually started no, one of our unplugged podcasts. I think you're with that. Really? And he oh, wouldn't sing it. He wouldn't sing it last night. Unless Avery deleted it, it's still there. You had him delete that, didn't you? Yeah, admit it. You had him delete it. I didn't, but you have given me a good idea. Oh, yeah, right. Hmm. I need to do that. Merry Christmas, guys. Yeah, we Merry have Christmas. Now we're in the Christmas season. We're, we've now entered. You are legally allowed to put up your Christmas tree now. Let's uh, spend just a second on that. Alan, how many decorations have you put up? Oh, my goodness sakes, alive. None. (laughs) (laughs) You sure do have a lot put up. I had to take a thing. Let me rephrase the question. Now, now there's many decorations up at my home. That was my next question. Yes. Even though you did not put up decorations, did you have others to do your work for you. Listen, when I speak, people jump. Jason, is there any truth to that? <laughs> You've been running with him for a long time now. How many jumps have you made? Uh-huh. <laughs> He's thinking. He had, to, he had to calculate. None. That's yeah. right. What do you think about the Christmas time here? I've, are you a Scrooge or one of the three wise men? Okay, this issue comes with much controversy. Yes, Great it does. contemplation and some consequences to the mm-hmm. answer that I'll give. Oh, yeah. I'm full aware of that. I'm hoping that our producer is either listening or will listen to mm-hmm. this. She can verify what I'm saying to be true. And I will say this I am probably the greatest supporter of cr- the Christmas spirit that you can run into. <laughs> oh, boy. I can't laugh. It hurts my stomach. However, it is, is true. Well, this is. What's the name of that story, Scrooge? The Grinch Stole Christmas. That sounds like playing The Grinch Stole Christmas backwards. I've never seen the movie, so therefore I cannot comment. Oh, you're the movie. What happens is The Grinch, at the end, ends up with the Christmas spirit. Oh, listen. So you're The Grinch, and you're starting with the Christmas spirit. This is cool. I look forward every year with jubilation 
Jubilation. Uh, yes. It ain't going to take $5 now. <laughs> <laughs> Jubilation. For Christmas to roll around. You know, there is a lot of things about Christmas, though, that we can talk about. There is. About. There is. Yeah. There's, a lot of, there's actually, in the Christian world, a lot of controversy. There is. Oh, absolutely. Who in the world could knock Santa Claus? I mean, well, give me a break. I'll knock Santa Claus. Oh, here we go. Here now, we you go. want to call me I'll a Grinch, knock. and now yeah. Jason's going to yeah. chime in. Here we go. Tell us what your thoughts well, is listen, on We're going to have to have everybody, you know, take their children away. Because Jason's... Yeah, this is... If you're if you're into lying to your kids, you probably want to take them away. <laughs> Can you believe <laughs> that? That's, that's a soft shoe, Jason. I am not kidding. Here's what it shows. It just shows that Jason is only doing what he does so he can get the credit for it. That's exactly right. Well, it also shows. Selfishness, selfishness. Well, it selfishness. shows you he didn't embrace it when he was young. That's right. No, I didn't. Yeah. So, didn't wow. at all. Way to go, Jason. And look how I turned out. <laughs> That's our point. <laughs> that is. Why, is, why would we ever want to think yeah, about that? That's how right. you turned out. That's Jason without Santa Claus yeah. right there. You know, one of my favorite things about, I think, you know, there's a lot of Christmas movies out there, and there's a lot of terrible Christmas movies out there. Yeah. But I think one of the best Christmas movies is It's a Wonderful Life. It's a really I old agree. movie. I think it every year it makes me really reflect myself. Like I really, I really identify with that guy. For some reason, it really just puts me. If I watch that before Christmas, I'll be in the Christmas spirit. Here's what I know about that grateful. movie. I it, I remind myself of the angel trying to get his wings. Jeff and reminds I, me of that guy. No, that's me. I see, but as long as I've been with Jeff, I can't get my wings. Oh, here we go. Here's the disadvantage that I'm in. I have not seen The Grinch that Stole Christmas. Neither wow. have I Protected. seen. It's a wonderful. You've never seen. Oh before? come on! I've never seen those. Movies. It's as old as you are. Oh, it's older. 46. You I have mean, never what difference seen. does that make? Oh, all, all the difference. Now we understand uh, okay, why watch. you think like you do. If the Smith and Rowland show is going wait, to become wait, wait, a wait, movie wait. critic show, Listen, then you need to tell me what I movies am, I I am see. usually in Jeff's seat because I don't watch movies. I don't watch TV. So I am usually the one that's like, oh, I've never seen that. I know how everybody else feels right now. <laughs> I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. Here's what I know about it. Jimmy Stewart played in it. That's what I know. He did. Yeah, he did. It really was a good. It really is a good movie. It's amazing that it, it stayed around. Does it? Does it? Does it capture the Christmas spirit? It does. Like you guys are. To me, it, it's. It it, yeah, it does. And mm -hmm. in that, give me a summary of what that means to you. Well, I give you the summary. Just look at me. Study my face. Listen. Wonderful uh, summary. Christmas is supposed to be filled with joy, <laughs> peace, and goodwill to the earth, and now you're going to make me look at it's it. It's a story of a man who looked after others over himself. The first part of it, he always felt like he you know, got mistreated in life, and he, but he mm -hmm. always had a very benevolent heart. He would help others. What was his name? George? George, his name yeah. George, yeah. What was the angel's name? Clarence. Clarence, Clarence, yeah. Just called me the big C. And then you had George. Oh boy. Just always felt like he was serving everybody else. He couldn't. He always wanted to leave town, and he couldn't. How's Jason like that? He's I gone all the time. Yeah, he's always leave leaving town. Uh, he's no, always no, leaving. Most of the time, we have to delay the podcast waiting on you to waiting come back into town. town. Jason. That's right. The, what I identify with George is he becomes ungrateful with what he has. Mm -hmm. Well, I bear witness to that statement. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, okay. Basically, it's about a guy who he's taking inventory, I'm assuming, of yeah. himself. He's a banker. and uh, His father was a banker. And it's mm -hmm. really, you know, there's a lot of people that think it's a propaganda piece to really bring in fractionalized banking in, in the 40s. Yeah. But neither here nor there. It's a good <laughs> movie. 
It is so good. It really is is just a genius. So this would be a movie that you would recommend me watching I to think so. further my Christmas jubilation. Yeah. And it would be centered around the fact that giving is better than receiving. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, kind of, I guess. Yeah, kind of. Just becoming grateful for what you He was pretty much of a, a jerk through half yeah. of it. Yeah. That does remind me of Jason. It does. You know, in some ways, yeah. mm-hmm. I would have to so, concur. Yeah, I might have to change my position on that one. So there is a, a Bible principle that states it's better to give than to receive. Does that play into the role of what? Yeah, well, there was a lot of giving in it. Mm-hmm. You, you need to watch it. You, you need just to, to watch the movie. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's apparently to, because I'm trying it's to piece hard the puzzles to talk together. With somebody that's uneducated. I, I'm trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together as y'all are explaining it to me, and I'm more confused now than well, I was. Well, it's obvious, at the you know, that you just don't have the wherewithal to carry on, you know, a discussion about <laughs> said movie. <laughs> yeah. and, okay, okay. Here's another question I would have. All right. So far, y'all have pointed out that the Grinch that stole Christmas and It's a Wonderful Life are two great Christmas films. Are there any parallels between the two? Well. There is one character in It's a Wonderful Life, and I think you'll really identify with this guy. His name is Mr. Potter. I yep, mean, it's basically Jeff. In, in, 20 years. in 20 years. Yeah, you'll like him. You'll okay. Him. And his name is Mr. Potter. Mr. Potter. I'm Mr. assuming Potter. this is what my assumption is so far. Jason is sitting over there behind a couple of huge computer screens. Right. Digging up material. Right. And then as he's throwing these slurs in my direction. Well, I don't know. He, we, slur, is that I mean, right? Well, I mean, well, I, we t- well, tell me about this, Mr. Jeff, Potter. Well, Jeff, well, when have I led you astray? <laughs> I could count the ways. Well, Mr. So tell me about this Potter guy. Well, the Potter guy's a jerk. Yeah. Oh, see, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so I was right. He's definitely a jerk. Yeah. Okay. He's kind of the bad guy. Yeah, he is. He is the bad guy. You just got to watch yeah. the movie, Jeff. Yeah, y'all should. Go, anybody that hadn't watched that movie should should definitely. It's a wonderful life. Yeah, I think it's a great movie to watch. Now it's a long movie. Is it long? Did you know that the story is credited to Charles Dickens? I did not know that. Okay. The story of the, it's a wonderful yeah, life. It's credited to Charles Dickens. Since we're talking Christmas, let me say I don't even know. If, well, I guess I, I attended a Christmas gala. You went to a gala. Is that the way you say it? Gala. Gala. I attended a Christmas gala last night, Hmm? whereupon I had a good time. Yeah, it was fun. uh, It was fun. It was fun. Jason was And I just want to let the audience know that Jeff sings a mean Mary Did You Know. I'm telling you what, he really (laughs) did. He really did. Let me just say that. He really did. uh, There was a hundred white women crying. Jason is a phenomenal sound engineer remember we were talking about pride earlier alter Quit. the sound of anyone's voice and make yeah. it sound much better than what it actually does hmm. it was good it was it, it was really turned good. out good yeah did a good job we people, had a good time people get uh, into the christmas spirit and we mm-hmm. sit around sing christmas carols yeah. christmas songs and it kind of starts the season it really does uh, for us and you know there's a lot of criticism out there guys on from christians on the christmas seasons and and, and i get it it's you know a lot of things that we well, they're mainly post-trib people. <laughs> what did we say earlier? <laughs> I mean, do we have to be any more Jason's answers everything. I mean, everything's your post-trib. That's like the end all for Jason. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I tell really you what, is. there is a lot of controversy about Christmas. It started it back 
you know. Well, you know, you got the Santa Claus centuries. thing, and but really and truly, I think that kind of Santa Claus fable kind of came off a real character. It did. Didn't yeah. they call him uh, Saint, Saint Nick, Saint Nicholas, or something? He was yeah. just a good guy. Yeah, I think he was from Vashti. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. was it? Don't, didn't you have a little Turkey? Article? He's from no. That's Saint what Nicholas was born in Turkey. Oh, okay. Turkey, the country Turkey, and around AD two eighty. Saint AD what? AD two eighty. Two eighty. Two eighty. Saint Nick. That's Constantine. Well, that's Saint time. Nicholas okay. gave away all of his inherited wealth and traveled the countryside helping the poor and the sick, becoming known as the protector of children and sailors. Oh, really? Just a small little fun fact about Santa Claus, but it does put into some perspective. Of course, you get into the controversy. The winter solstice was a pagan mm-hmm. ritual and pagan holiday, and then Christmas kind of came along, and it was actually. Jason was talking about mm-hmm. how that was it Boston that banned it. Those uh, the Puritans, the Puritans yeah. who who came here, they banned celebrating Christmas. And there's always been some controversy around uh, Christmas. But going back to Saint Nick, he traveled the countryside, giving away his wealth to the poor and the sick. And I will say this: in the Christmas season, it has become commercialized to a, a degree, but. At the same time, there's nothing wrong with giving to others. And I know some families that in lieu of them celebrating Christmas as far as giving gifts to one another, the family kind of pools their money and they buy Christmas presents for those that are in homeless shelters, some in orphanages and things like that. And so there's been a whole lot of good. And the Bible does teach us that it's better to give than to receive. So in terms of controversy around the giving and the receiving of gifts, which can get out of hand, mm-hmm. I do believe that it is a it is a time to learn that principle mm-hmm. of how to give yeah. and then in turn how to receive. Mm-hmm. Sometimes receiving is harder than giving. That's right. And the Christmas season does speak to that. I, and I get it. I get some of the criticism. I get it. But at the same time, when have we been worse off for just being grateful or helping mm. somebody else or yeah, you know we spend all year grinding mm. you know you know I mean, one month out of the year can't we can i just say this much though that What's the, that christmas is supposed to wait till after thanksgiving man that's the when commercial did we part start it was before thanksgiving i was in the hardware and there's already <sighs> well, decorations well guys you know you got to get a run to start on, alan you're part uh, of that crowd well, Thanksgiving is part, is the part of Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, that's You're just being thankful. That's just yeah, so true. Watch this. It's true. Yeah, see there? See there? It's just true. You have a thankful heart, and then if you have a real thankful heart and you rev it up there enough, poof, right there is Christmas. Right well, the, door the reason up. I keep bringing up this principle better to give than to receive, I just want you to know that I have a problem receiving. I would like to work on that weakness by you two giving me something for Christmas that I can receive. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> only trying to develop my own spirit. That's the only motive I have behind that. So <laughs> thought I'd bring that up. Now would be a time okay. to discuss what it is I need to receive that y'all oh, that need one. to give. Is that the cue? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, so one of my... I'm, gonna, I'm just going to pretend I didn't hear that. Which is normal. We need to give him what he needs to say such a statement, something like X lax or yeah. you know, something like that. Metamucil? To help clear his this mind. This podcast is not only off the rails, it never got on the rails. <laughs> we're, on, we're in a sleigh today, baby. 
Well, we're doing this topic <laughs> called Christmas, and I think that there's the sadness is that over in the Holy Lands, where our Christmas season actually took place, they're in a war right now. You got the city of Bethlehem, and uh, yeah. so that whole region over there in this day, time of the year that we celebrate the birth of Christ. You know, I, just in saying that, you was saying that last night you uh, challenged us to pray. Mm-hmm. You know, during during some of the Christmas carols we was doing, you challenged us to pray for Israel. And I'd say the moment you said that, it was quickened to my spirit. I think that you hit on something there that sometimes we talk about what's going on, but how much time are we really spending praying about what's mm-hmm. happening, mm-hmm. especially when we're instructed to from the Scriptures? Mm-hmm. We can't lose sight of that, mm-hmm. to pray for that land and for those people there. You know, it wasn't, this is one of my favorite Christmas stories. It was Christmas Eve, 1914, and um, the Pope had called for a temporary truce between the Germans and the British, Mm. and um, the higher-ups completely ignored it, but the soldiers did not, and, Mm. you know, they crawled, they started, I had to look up the article just to refresh my my memory, but, you know, they crawled up out, they started singing Christmas carols, Mm, some in German and some Mm. in English. And they could and, hear um, each other, couldn't they? Or they something? could hear each other, and one of the British sergeants hollered over and said, you come, over, you come up halfway, and I'll come up halfway. And, you know, they met in no man's land there. In the middle. Now, this is, one of the blo- this is the bloodiest war, one of the most bloodiest wars in history. We weren't as creative about killing each other mm-hmm. in World War I. And they come up into the British and German shol- soldiers come out of the trenches and met in no man's land and had a p- Christmas party. Wow. Singing Christmas carols. Yeah, they shared what little treats they had and their, their smokes and their tobacco and whatever they had, they kind of brought it all together and had what a What about that? And so I think it paused, at least paused a war. Yeah. Once before, maybe this year we can see something. Similar. Man, wouldn't that be incredible? That would be incredible. But it, that, that does go to the, to the heart of, mm-hmm. of what Christmas can mean. I mean, we can go into the meaning of Christmas yeah. and the celebration. But these of guys have been, I mean, moments earlier trying to kill each other, right, like yeah. shoot each other, and then yeah. they all come out. Then they go back and they start trying to kill each other again. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But it wow. it just shows well, how. That's the spirit of Christmas, yeah. though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is to come together in peace mm-hmm. and to help each other. Yeah. I think that's part of it, don't you? I do. To help each other. And I think we've all sided in a lot of ways. Helped you all of these years. That's what we've oh, done here. It's been a bad Christmas for me, folks. <laughs> a bad Christmas. Bad Christmas. <laughs> 25 to 30 million real Christmas trees are sold in the United States. Oh, my God. How many? 25 to 30 million. And you have hauled a lot of those trees. There are about 15,000 Christmas tree farms in the United States. Many, should I say, are in North Carolina. The trees usually grow for between 4 and 15 years before they're sold. Think of that. In the Middle Ages, Christmas celebrations were rowdy and raucous and a lot like today's Mardi Gras parties. Uh, Think of that. Speak to that. Was that in A Wonderful Life, the film? Say it again. What was it? In the Middle Ages, Christmas celebrations were rowdy and raucous and a lot like today's Mardi Gras parties. Oh, my goodness. Didn't know that. Well, that kind of goes to the heart of why there is some controversy Mm -hmm. around it. Jason mentioned this when Christmas was canceled from 1659 to 1681. The celebration of Christmas was outlawed in Boston. The lawbreakers were fined five shillings. That sounds like a lot. 
Sounds like a lot to me. I'm not sure how much is it is. We will now convert with Google Smith to ask him, how much is a shilling in today's world? Do you have an answer for us? Yes, a shilling. I mean, it's always have to ask Google Smith. A shilling is <laughs> twice as much as a half shilling. <laughs> Christmas was declared a federal holiday in the United States on June 26th, 1870. These are some fun Christmas facts. Listen to this. The first eggnog made in the United States was consumed in Captain John Smith's 1607 Jamestown settlement. The first eggnog. Where did eggnog come from in the Christmas celebration? Eggnog. Why do we drink eggnog only at Christmas? It's the only time it's available, I guess. Apparently. Did you know during the Christmas truce that a german soldier scolded his fellow soldiers during the christmas truce saying such a thing should not happen in wartime have you no german have you no german sense of honor left that 25 year old soldier's name was adolf hitler oh he was at that could we possibly then conclude that adolf hitler had no christmas spirit had no christmas spirit he could have been the inspiration behind the grinch that stole (laughs) Christmas. He sounded more like it all the time. Sounded just like himself. There's all kinds of cool stuff around Christmas. Did you know that the Christmas tree at the White House came from North Carolina? Yeah, I got to photograph it. I think that was Obama. One went to last year. Obama was president. It come from a big farm up in. uh, It always comes from North Carolina, I guess. But you know, they have a Christmas tree organization, and then they pick what farm that that tree comes from every year. And this year, it came from North Carolina. And then after they got it up and got all the lights on it. It fell down. No, it Uh-oh. did not. Oh, it did. It did not. You're no, it did. The Christmas tree fell down. They had to get, to get it ice put cream? back up. It was yeah. trying to get some ice cream. I'm not kidding about that part. That oh part is true. But it has been conjectured as to what caused it to fall down. Mm. Some say, I'm just saying what others say. So please, all of our YouTube commenters, please. I'm just reporting what I have heard, <laughs> that Joe Biden is actually the Grinch that stole Christmas, and that's <laughs> oh, why I fell down. I'm just saying. Oh, you said he went down there and pushed it over. There's no way. Now, he might have fell into it, <laughs> but he didn't push it over. That's a planted story by the Democrat Party to try to show that Joe Biden is still a strong man. That's right. Okay. <laughs> that's terrible. But it did fall down, sure enough. Did it? Mm-hmm. They had to pick it back up. Then at the New York Christmas tree lighting ceremony, it was paused because of so many protesters protesting for Palestine and the Palestinians oh against the Israelis. Need to run them so up the lighting of their tree. Christmas tree ceremony was halted for just a little while. Many arrests were made. That part's true. And that's sad. That's, that's sad. just sad. So well, we have Christmas as a season of giving and receiving. We have the Christmas season as this time where we sing Christmas carols. Do you enjoy the singing? I enjoy Christmas that. Carols? We sang Christmas carols last night. Mm-hmm. Jason, what about you? You enjoy that? I do. I do enjoy it. You know, a lot of churches, even Jeff, they'll get the youth group or different mm-hmm. people out of the choir and they'll go around and, and sing Christmas yeah. carols. And they at least used to. They used to do it a lot, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know if that's is that still going on where people go oh, to somebody's yeah. house and yeah. sing. Yeah, I really? Think, I think so. Yeah, I wouldn't do it out here in the country, but maybe in town be nice. Well, I think they mainly do it to get them some figgy pudding. But yeah, yeah I was okay. going to ask the question: What is figgy pudding? Well, see, there you go, meddling. You see, 
What is Figgy Pudding? That's what I'm saying. Some of these Christmas songs, you know, it's got some some stuff in it. I don't I have no idea. It's probably some What's terrible about? British dish. You think? I mean everything they make is terrible. Figgy pudding. Well, I mean just Oh bring us some figgy pudding. Figgy. Oh bring pudding. us some so, figgy pudding. Figgy pudding. Oh bring us some figgy pudding. pudding. We yeah, want, want some, some right, right now. now. That don't, right. that don't sound very Christmas spirity no, to me. Really oh, yeah, yeah. How can that be Christmas spirity if you're wanting it right now? That seems awful demanding to me and selfish. It is. It is a little bit demanding. But you've never, it's obvious you've never had figgy pudding. I'll be the first to admit yeah. you're exactly yeah. right. I have never oh, had oh. figgy pudding to my knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. I Nor have I drunk any eggnog. Wow. Well, you're protected. You've never had yeah. eggnog? No, I never have. Well, I don't know. I just never had. It was, there, know, la- it was there last night. I know, but I didn't have time. I was too busy fellowshipping mm-hmm. and making everybody happy and, you know, doing, <laughs> trying to carry the whole thing. Once again, <laughs> folks, on my shoulders, but they're big enough to do it. That's all I can say. <laughs> did we sing figgy pudding last night? We did not figgy up. No, we did not figure. You know, pudding. some of the history behind some of those Christmas carols is pretty cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed some of that. the stories behind how they were written or yeah. extremely. We had we had Paul Revere read us the history of the uh, Christmas carols. Chuck, Chuck, yeah. <laughs> man, does does he, he does was, that man not have a voice? He's got a good voice. Yeah, I saw him sitting there, and I thought. He there started reading, and I, I, I looked up to yeah. Haley, and I said, that dude belongs on the radio. You ought to hear him sing. Really? no joke, man. Really? Yeah, he was Can down there harmonizing sing? right along with you. Oh, I'd like to hear him sing. He's got a voice. Well, so, I think the um, the birth of Christ is a big issue for us Christians. I think it is something to be celebrated. I'm glad there wasn't much abortion going on back then, yeah. even though it is yeah. amazing how you know, he was, there was an attempt to kill him after he was born, you know, with all the young boys. And, uh, but anyway, I think it's a, you know, when you think about it, what God has done on our behalf to come to, you know, it is a far-fetched story, I guess you can say, that there was a young man born in a country that I've never been to. and By a virgin it, girl. Yeah, yeah, by a virgin girl across waters that I've never been across in yeah. a country I've never been to. and Yeah. That I'll believe if I believe in him, the death of his burial resurrection, that I'll have eternal life. Yeah, think about but that. That's a pretty far fetched story. Yes, it is. Had it not been for the validation of scripture preceding that birth, it would be, you know, mm-hmm. impossible, I think, to get there in the realm of yeah. faith. Mm-hmm. But because it was so prophesied, and the fulfillment of so many prophecies at the time of his birth. We know that Jesus was the Son of God. And to those that say, you know, well, he wasn't born in December. Okay, who cares? Who cares? The fact is we're celebrating, we're set aside a day to celebrate the birth of our Savior, the Savior of the world. And I think that that pinpoints what the true Christmas spirit is all about. It is a thankfulness for the Lord Jesus and for what he what he's done for us. Amen. It's a time to celebrate the gift of eternal life and what the Lord brought to us in the Christmas season. And I also think that it's time for us to manifest that gift to others. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think that that's what Christmas is all about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really do. Yeah. Totally agree.
It is, it's a wonderful time of year, and I love it around church. Children usually come up and sing. You know, there is some type of a movement out there now to cancel Christmas, you know. Oh, yeah. And uh, we always you have this opposition. What's been going on for a while, you remember, it hadn't been, what, a decade or so ago uh-huh. that it was almost, well, it was not culturally or politically correct mm-hmm. to say Merry Christmas. You had to say Happy Holidays because they were trying to do away with Christmas. Mm-hmm. Or at least what what people were trying to do away with is the Christ of Christmas. Of Christmas. That's yeah. what they were trying to do away with. You can trace the lineage of uh, a festival in the winter around yep. pagan holidays. I personally celebrate the fact that maybe we stole one from Satan. He sure is busy <laughs> stealing stuff from us. Uh, so I'm glad we took something back from him that we can attribute to the Lord Jesus. That's right. And maybe dot his eye and bloody his nose a little bit with it by people just being kind to one another. Uh-huh. and giving to each other and loving on each other. That's and right. by this shall all men know that you're my disciples, yeah. that you love one another. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, last night we got to connect with an old friend I hadn't seen in years. Yeah. Yeah. That's and that was so precious, Doug and Nancy Coffey. And they're supposed to be listening today. So just a shout out to them. For me, Christmas, that was a big Christmas present to me. To get to see them again last night. And uh, to fellowship with a lot of the people of God, that was just—it was just a good time. I enjoyed it. And, uh, Amen. Thank God that Christmas uh, caused around. us to pull to, pull together like that on that occasion. And I think it's important that we all do that—that that we we spend times with time with those that we love, with our family. But let's let's not neglect the fact that Christmas is not just about giving and receiving of gifts. Which, by the way, I'm trying to work on my receiving ability. So for you to, your giving would would be aiding. You hear that, Dr. I just wanted to put that in there. But it's not necessarily all about that. Let's remember. Sometimes when he talks the time for a little bit, Jesus. I just kind of, I don't know, you just kind of zone out. I'm Actually, you, you, it doesn't matter what I'm saying. You zone out. As a matter of fact, it doesn't matter who's saying what. You zone out. Have you ever noticed that about Jason? I mean, but we can be talking about big things. Well, and get back, get here, back. You fixed to mess up your gift. He's going. Oh back. no, no. Watch this. Here, here, this is the gift. <laughs> this is what Jason looks like when others are talking. Oh, was that it? Mm-hmm. He's just zoned out, you know, in, a, in mm-hmm. a far off, distant land. I'm hoping that what I can receive from Jason this year is his full, yeah, undivided attention. Yeah, it'll be full. Yeah. <laughs> I pro- yeah, I promise you that. Maybe yeah. divided. But. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. You got part of it. <laughs> but we do need to celebrate the Lord in this season. Amen. Uh, that's right. We really need to celebrate the Lord in this season. I'm hoping that in a couple. How long? How far off is Christmas? How many more days? Well, we got uh, uh, days, three more days. Sundays, don't we? Twenty-two days. So we've yeah, got a couple Sundays. more Sundays. The last Sunday before Christmas, yeah, we'll be Sundays. reading the Christmas story and uh, sharing the scripture about Christmas. But uh, I think we need to be talking about it between now and then. So these are different podcasts. And then after the Christmas holidays, we'll be back to our normal, Self. obtrusive selves. That's right. I think that'll be mm. good. That's exactly right. But let's look at it as we, and we're continuing the Unplugged this week. Yeah. We'll have some topics about the birth of Christ. Yeah, and good. there again, I think, you know, to tie what's happening in Israel yeah. with this time of year, it's surely sad that Israel is at war because people would get all around Jerusalem, different places of Israel, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Christians would worship the birth of our Savior. Yeah, boy. So that's going to be hampered this year, it appears. 
Yeah. I would just love to see this war over before December Would that not be incredible? That I think, incredible. you know, if we could get some people to really intercede on behalf yeah. of that conflict and to pray for the peace of Jerusalem as we're instructed to do in the Word, could it possibly make Amen. some changes? Well, let's just prophesy that we're going to be in prayer and believe for this war to be over Yeah, by December the 25th. Absolutely. That Jerusalem incredible. might be at peace. Yeah around yeah. this uh, historic uh, date that has been set aside absolutely to worship the birth of our Savior. Amen. Amen. All right, Big J. Yep. We're out of time. Out of time. Well, somebody fill us with Christmas cheer. All right, Mr. Jeff. You're the cheerful one. Yep. Let's see if Jason's going to give us a little background music of a very spiritual song of Christmas. Father, we love you. Thank you, Lord, that we can celebrate your birth. And Lord Jesus, thank you that uh, you were God in the flesh that came to earth. 100% man, 100% God. And you came to this earth to bring to us life everlasting and eternal. And during this time, God, we want to, to be thankful for what Christmas really means. The birth, the life, the death, and the resurrection of our Savior. And Father, we do pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for agreement to form around the word Alan spoke. Amen. And Lord, we're believing you that before December the 25th, there'll be peace in Jerusalem. Amen. We're asking God that you put a pause in the conflict that's brewing there. And give us a little space just to celebrate and to praise and to honor your name in peace. We pray for our own country that during this Christmas season something miraculous will happen and you'll turn the hearts of people everywhere to you. Amen. May this be a time that unleashes a harvest of souls in this nation. May this be a time where the gospel is spread with power and with authority and the anointing of your Holy Spirit. Center our focus and our hearts around you, and we'll give you praise for it. Mm -hmm. In Christ's name, amen. 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 Thank you, guys. All right. See you next week. Thank you for joining today's Smith & Rowland Show. You can check out our website at kingdompropheticsociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at smithandrollinshow.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.